Yes, people, welcome back to Albert JTV. It's been a while, people, for life stories. Hashtag episode 19 with Arsenal Artist Royalty. But before we get into it, people, let's smash the intro. Yes, people, welcome back to Albert JTV. Life Stories is back once again. It has been a long time. Hashtag episode 19. I'll be joined by Arsenal Artist Royalty, the brilliant at Ruth Beck Arts, at Llewellyn Illustrations and at Senny Sketches. The supreme, talented and world-class lineup. Hashtag talented artists. Welcome back to Life Stories. And there you have it, people. Surround funky intro into Life Stories back once again. Um, yeah, Life Stories, episode 19. It has been a while. I think the last show was actually when I had the amazing... Northeast Dorset tone Tom White for Sky Sports News. So um, that was a that was a blast, I must admit. Um, surreal moment. But I've got an amazing guest panel with me. Arsenal artist royalties. I said, people, we'll get the obligatories out of the way. Smash the like button on YouTube, Facebook, and share on the Twitter Twitter page as well. And all their listeners, you will never, ever, ever, ever be forgotten because you can hear everybody's Dorset tones: Chippenham, Medway, Guildford. Southeast London. <laughs> so we're all good to go. Um, I did say to the guys before we went live that I was always going to get these three on. I just actually needed to tell them first. But they, but, but, but they all agreed. And um, yeah, really, really excited about this one. This is a very different um, life story. So I, I cannot wait to get into it. Firstly, at first and foremost, let me introduce my amazing guests. I'm going to go first with first time on Albert JTV. Del Llewellyn, mate, it's a pleasure to actually finally meet you. Welcome to Albert JT. Pleasure is all mine. Thanks for having me on. No, nah, Del, honestly, it's a pleasure, mate. We've got so much to talk about with yourself and the two other guys. Um, so, people, if you've got Instagram and Twitter, if you if you haven't, but you should have it, the, the Instagram handle's going along the bottom of the screen in the banner, and it will be on each guy's is box as you can see it. All the listeners, you just have to imagine you can see it. Um, Coming to the amazing Ruth Beck Art for a debut on Albert JTV also. Ruth, buzzing to get you on. How have Thank you been? Thank you. Oh, really, really well. Excited for today, especially beating up with you three guys. It's just marvellous. It's an extravaganza. Extravaganza. <laughs> it is, That's the it word is. of the day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is. Um, I, I might even use it a few times as well. And last but not least, um, super, super, at Goal Art, so Stroke Steny Sketches. Fran, you've been on my channel before, but this... Life stories, you finally made it. Welcome aboard. Welcome to everyone. <laughs> no, I'm so excited to come on. I'm a bit starstruck by being on, on screen with you guys. So, yeah, I'm very excited to chat Arsenal art. Like, it's such a niche, and you guys live it as well. Yeah. And all, like, the challenges and, like, all of the dynamics of trying to do, like, football art. So I'm really excited to talk about it. No, no, it's, it's it's like I said, I'm 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 in awe to get such talented people in in my vicinity. So I, I am very excited, people. I must admit. So they're going to get straight into it. As people have might not have seen life stories before, or if they have, they should know what's coming. So as you all will know, if you don't know already, all of my amazing guests are gooners at heart. So I'm going to kick off with um, I'm going to kick off with Fran actually. Ooh. Your Arsenal story. Why Arsenal? Earliest memories and your influence supporting the club. Hashtag the Arsenal. Hashtag the Arsenal. Yes. Um, so I, I'm quite unusual in that. I haven't supported Arsenal my whole life or, or even supported football. Like my family hated football growing up. Um, my dad's very like arty and creative and he's like, oh, football. I can't stand it. Um, so it was <laughs> He really hates it, so we never watched it. Um, but it was only when I met my boyfriend at the tender age of 16, so I'm now 25. Gosh. Well, Fran, uh, that was yeah. a long time ago for me, Fran, that was, I tell you. <laughs> no, no, that must have been yesterday, Albert. <laughs> so, um, for the, like the first three years, I just watch him, like, watching Arsenal and just think, like, He's going through so much agony. Like I'm never going to support this club. Like, football doesn't. Football does not look fun because he was just. It was just. It was the difficult times of Arsenal. So like mm. what twenty about twenty six. Well, we started like twenty fourteen was sort of when I met him to maybe yeah. like a couple of years ago, and he was just like always in misery. Um, but despite that, I ended up watching so many games with him that. 
I just got more and more into it and that's how I started supporting and now like uh I'm just as of about two three years ago I mean I, I was always into sport but just became completely obsessed with Arsenal and then yeah fused it with my art and that's where I'm at now so yeah I'm like a baby in the Arsenal fan base but I feel very lucky to have been welcomed in like no one's like gatekeeping how long you've been a fan for um it's a very welcoming mm. like fan base so yeah <laughs> a long answer but no, it's no friend. That was a more, that was more than good enough answer in my in my eyes. Listen, <laughs> every Arsenal fan has a very different um, start to their journey. Some for people it's the Highbury days. Some people it's the Emirates era, and you can't help when you're born. So um, you made the right choice, friend. You made the right right choice indeed, absolutely. But um, when I come to my next amazing guest, I'm gonna come to Ruth. Actually, Ruth, tell us your your earliest memories and why the mighty Arsenal. I'm a lot older than you guys. Not a lot really. older. Never. No. I am. So my <laughs> earliest, well, I was, I'm from Hybrid, I was born and bred. So my, I remember Arsenal from, for every other reason, even more than football, just going to my dentist, walking past the ground, all that stuff. So <laughs> we always had Arsenal. It's always, the cheers were always coming through the kitchen window from the garden, you know. But my earliest memory was in 1979 and we did the FA Cup final and we won. We won 3-2, Alan Sunderland scored, and my brother went ballistic. Um, Man yeah, Man United. Mm. And um, they did the parade, um, obviously, from the ground up to the town hall then, back in those days. And my mum dressed me in a red and white poncho. And my we went up, my brother and I went up with my mum, because my mum's a massive Arsenal fan. And um, we stood in Highbury Barn, just by Highbury Park, and the bus came up the hill, and it came round, and... We, I just remember looking up and my mum was quite disappointed because Liam Brady looked unhappy for some reason. He was probably hung over. You know, he was probably hanging uh, at the front of the bus. Good and my mum was like, my mum was like, geez, you could have smiled, you know, kind of thing. I was like, all right, mum. But yeah, that was really, really the earliest memory that I could remember is just the parade in 1979. Up. And then my brother ran after the bus. I was with mum. And he disappeared as he always did. And then he came back with this big blue and yellow rosette and he still got it actually. Oh, so wow. yeah. So That's memories, cool. yeah, yeah. My brother was is still a massive fan. And he when we won that final, he um reenacted every goal and he ran out because we lived in like a sort of almost a cul-de-sac Balfour Road. It has a dead end. And he just ran out and he got his football and started kicking against the wall and he reenacted Alan Sunderland. So, yeah. So that was my earliest memory. But like I say, not I'm much bad, older than it? you. Yeah, not bad. Uh, not but bad. Fran, um, just you saying that you were th you're 25. My son's 25. So, yeah, yeah. I feel really old now. <laughs> Hi, Mum. Hi, Mum. I could Hi, be mom. your mum Ruth, the key set. Ruth, the key saying is is is, is on, on my channel definitely because a lot of people heard me say it. Um, Twenty one plus a little bit of VAT. Yes, yeah, definitely <laughs> a lot of VAT. Come on. <laughs> but no, Ruth, that's a great memory. Listen, um, amazing. So yeah, seventy nine. Um, incredible. Um, it was two 0 up, and they, they brought it back to two all. And, you know, yeah, we, they got back to two, and my brother was yeah. like, Mom, Mom, they've scored again. And she was like, don't worry, they're going to do it. They'll win. And she was right. And we, we did. Wow. Yes. And, of course, we have an, an amazing record in the FA Cup, which I like to share to some of the rival fans, just on the yes. odd occasion. But... It's, it's our <laughs> cup. Our so that, cup. Yeah, no, it is. It is. Now, Ruth, fantastic, Fran and Ruth. And last but not least, Del. Del, let's have it for you, mate. Give me your, 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 your lowdown and memories as Arsenal. Yeah, so um, I've supported Arsenal for as long as I can remember. I'm pretty sure that was down to my mum, um, for one where she's always supported Arsenal. And my dad, even though he's Welsh, he had obviously Cardiff City. Um, yeah, um, and he sort of supported Arsenal as well, because he had much of a choice. Um, yeah, so I just grew up supporting Arsenal. I think my first memory was, was it the Cup Winners' Cup? Maybe Palmer? Oh, nil. Smudger. That's one yes. of my first sort of memories. I, I used to get that confused with, um, I think it was, was it Cup Final or the League Cup with Steve Morrow? 93. Like, that was Wednesday. 93, so it was year yeah. four, wasn't it? So I, I was getting those confused because I was like eight or nine years old. Um, so, yeah, so I sort of remember them. Um, and then 
the year after, of course, David Seymour got loved by, by Naeem. Oh, didn't he? don't remind me. Oh, 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 I, 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 it's what, it's, I was like, like firmest memory. I remember just, like, <laughs> my Arsenal gear, my Arsenal duvet, and just bawling my eyes out. Um, yeah, absolutely devastated. I remember that. Uh, so that was sort of like my earliest memories um, of Arsenal. Um, yeah. I've got what the other question is now. No, that, that's <laughs> right. Now you answered it. No, no, you know what? Like, all right, okay. No, you did. You did. No, now, you know what? I, I always say to people like, you know, I'm, I'm old enough to remember Arsenal winning um, league titles bef- before the start of the Premier League, which should give away my age a little bit. But um, yeah, the, the cup winners' cup final, man. It, it's just it's I, I, the Arsenal's European record really, really wrangles with me really, really badly yeah. because it's, it's poor. I mean, we've lost too many finals and. Um, you know, listen. We're gonna have to like, we're gonna have to learn again when we get back in the Champions League um, and take baby steps because yeah, what we've done in Europa League, we could have got we could have won it at least once in my humble opinion. But now, nah, it's it's a it's a very very key point I must say. Big up to the people in the chat. Shout out to where's that amazing woman gone? I have to get her comment up again. Where's she gone? Um, where's she gone? There she is. Hi, Bruce. Oh, Sophie. Sophie. Nicolas. Salute. That's the people. That was. <laughs> Oh, well. <laughs> there we go. Left, right, left, right. <laughs> That's <laughs> I was for in you. Scout, Cubs or yeah. Scouts. That's oh. for you. So, so Dil, I'm going to stick with you actually when we move yeah, go on. on. Um, we're going to come to your Arsenal hero. Now, I know this is a very difficult question, but everyone has, everyone always has their own. I mean, everybody knows mine. Well, I'll tell you about it anyway, but um, Ian Wright, 100%. But Dell, for you, who is it? David Hashtag Seaman. ability, character, memory. David Seaman. David Seaman was my absolute idol. Um, I was a goalkeeper when I was growing up. Um, I pretty much had every single goalkeeping shirt. I had everything to do with David Seaman. Um, I said just opposite. I've got a David Seaman signed shirt to me with a bit of my artwork signed by him as well with like a massive frame. Like he was just the one. <laughs> um, yeah. Hence why the whole Naeem lobbing him was even more of a killer. But then obviously I experienced like Euro '96 where David Seaman was, was just amazing. amazing. His penalty record as well in the stage against Scotland, and yeah, he was just a massive inspiration for me growing up. I used to watch the David Seaman story before every football match yeah. as like inspiration. I modelled everything about my game. I probably had that's the heads about moustache to be fair. Um, <laughs> long hair, the curtains that he had at one point. So yeah, absolutely idol. No, good shout. Before I quickly come to Ruth, actually, yeah, David Seaman. Like I remember in that in the Cup Winners' Cup semi-final. This is going way back in against Sampdoria. Yeah, three amazing saves of yeah. the penalty shootout. People yeah. go and Google that. Unbelievable. Yeah, that was a top, well, didn't he? Yeah, that was a top top um, Italian side in Sampdoria in that in that semi-final. So um, yeah, Seaman's safe hands as they, as they called him. Safe hands, yeah. That's yeah, signed himself, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But no, great answer. Ruth, coming to you, I know there's probably so many to choose from, but you've got to choose one, Ruth. Oh, it's easy for me. My favourite, favourite player is Santi. Santi Cazorla. Wow. I absolutely adore him. And I really hope, because I keep getting told this, I don't know if it's true, but I keep getting told that he's coming back to um, like mentor and work at the Arsenal. And apparently Arteta's got plans to get him back in. So, yes. So, yeah, Santi. (laughs) That'd be amazing, yeah. wouldn't it? Such Absolutely love it. I, I don't know if you can see, but I've got his shirt one of, on my yes, wall there. Yes, you can see it, Yeah, Ruth. you see that? So, yeah, yeah he takes pride of place in my office. I love him. Yeah, nice. No, Ruth is a good shot. He's a, he, for Arsenal he, fans that don't remember him or I didn't see him play, but just he's one of them players that are very rare that you actually didn't know whether he's like right or left-footed. He... um. He didn't score a massive goals. He only scored what twenty five goals for Arsenal, but they were beautiful. And he yeah. his nickname is the Little Magician for a reason because he yeah. is just magical on the ball. Yeah, Adam Sanders, Spaniard. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's done a great, no, great shot. Great shot. Amazing. Footballer. I love him. Amazing yeah. footballer. And, and I hope he does come back. Yeah, I, I, I hope he does too. I hope he does too. Let's come to my amazing friend. Fran, you hit me with it. You tell me what who your Arsenal hero was. Um, so I didn't. This was when I was about six. I didn't know anything about football, but I had these family friends, and we were camping. And <laughs> bear with me, bear with me. Oh, we will, we will. Go on, go on, go on. There was a couple of ponies like across the field, and my friend, I remember, he was also about six, like named these 
I can't remember one of them, but he named this one pony and it just stuck in my mind. He named it Thierry Henry. <laughs> and no, I had no idea who this guy was, right? But I was like, oh, cool. Like, yeah. And then when I started getting into Arsenal, that, that's the thing I remember. Like, and it feels like almost fate that, um, yeah, obviously, like that player was always going to stick in my mind, like it does with so many other people. And I'm young in my learning of Arsenal history and stuff, but I've seen mm. like the highlight reels and the way Thierry played. And I know it's very like, an obvious choice, but I mean, obvious for a reason. Yeah. Mm. Um, just an incredible, iconic player. And this guy was an Aston Villa supporter, age six, and he was calling this horse in the field next to us, Thierry Henry. <laughs> what, what must have been like 12, 14 years ago. Yeah. And that kind of just shows like the status, like worldwide, like across clubs of, of this player. Um, yeah. Just yeah, massive, iconic. <laughs> now you make a good point because you know what it is as, as good as we've seen players play for like our club Arsenal like when people well one of the good things about social media even though there's some bad things but the good things about it is um, when they show highlight reels of footballers and yeah. I realise I say to myself sometimes I knew Henri was good but Jesus Christ man like did, I, yeah I'm amazing I love just goals um, dribbling ability the, the confidence show arrogance of him he, he was just amazing he's amazing he superb, and, isn't he? yeah and i think a testament to him right rival football fans some will admit it some won't when they do that thing with premier league best 11s i don't know anyone that hasn't put him in it yeah mm -hmm. so that that's a testament to how good he is so um most of the ex-pros they usually say that he's like the one yeah. that they feared in the premier league like there's one yeah. person they go oh Amazing. <laughs> yeah. it makes you feel very proud that like he was he played for us club, like, like and he's still club. and he's still a massive Arsenal fan isn't he he still yeah. really does support the team yeah 100% yeah. now you guys gave some great and obviously mine is obviously righty just you know yeah, everyone loves righty yeah, yeah. 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 even some of his <laughs> media work his Instagram stories me in tears yeah <laughs> celebrations yeah. yeah yeah he loves it he does he does people we're going to move on to the next one and this is the one that i can't wait to hear all your answers so what i'll do is obviously audio listeners is not really going to impact you but i will get images of these guys stupendously amazing work on the screen um so i'm going to kick off yeah i'm going to kick off with i'm going to kick off with I'm gonna kick off with Doe actually. No. Um, I want to hear this. Yeah, this is what we're waiting for. <laughs> Arsenal, Arsenal artistry. A lot of questions in between, but I'll show you about it. Where did it all begin for you when starting out? Your passion for your particular art that you do, and who were your influences? Hashtag skilled artist community. Okay, so go on, Del. For as long as I, as long as I can remember, I drew, um, and I drew on everything, everywhere, anywhere, all the time. Um, and my parents were actually really like supportive of that. They just allowed me to draw pretty much all my spare time. When I played football, I was drawing. Um, and of course, as I just started to grow up and you started to learn more skills and my love for Arsenal grew and grew and grew, I then started to put some, I did a massive mural when we won the Dublin in 1998. Oh, wow. I did, so I did, yeah, so I did all the players. Um, couple of them their t-rex hands so it's a bit bad really but you know i had a massive <laughs> like you know the old crest on the wall and stuff and i had david seaman drawn in my garage and on my dt folder and stuff and yeah I, I just i just drew consistently um probably until i left school really maybe yeah like 2001 i think it was um and yeah, that's just that's pretty much what, what I've done, really. Um, and after that, I didn't do any drawing from the age of 16 till about 31. Yeah. Just, you know, had to live and get a job. And, you know, I was quite self-sustainable as a young adult, obviously, with, like, renting places and that. And had bills to pay. So, obviously, artwork wasn't the the priority. And then, yeah, I got to 31 and realised that something was missing. Yeah. I always had that creative spark. I'd always be doodling on stuff, get myself in trouble. Um, and and yeah, I, I decided to pursue my career in art. So I quit my job in recruitment, became a postman, which made me finish at one, two o'clock. Yeah. Um, worked my craft in the evening. Got a little bit better at it. 
realized this is definitely something I wanted to do. Started yeah. to get a few commissions from your friends and family and then their friends and family and so on and so forth. And, and then I just took the plunge into the world of art. Uh, me and my wife downsized our house and stuff. Um, it's only rented, but we still we knew it was going to be a struggle, and the amount of money that was going yeah, to be coming in was going to be a bit shit to start with. So, yeah, we had to get rid of a few items, you know, cars, and <laughs> yeah, stuff like yeah. that, because we knew yeah. we just knew it was, wasn't going to be easy. Um, but yeah, we've sort of rode that wave um, and starting to see some nice results now. So, yeah, that that has been my journey. No, absolutely amazing. I've got so I did I put some images up with um wow. you tell me your amazing work. Um the messy one, though. Wow. Well, uh, first thing I want to ask you quickly, sorry, before yeah, I come to the others is how far in advance did you know that you was going to the Football London Awards? And how was it like meeting the players as well? <laughs> so the London Football Awards, I didn't actually know I was going to be going for so originally it was I was invited to go to the VIP section. It was about 45 minutes. That's yeah. when everyone started to arrive. A few ex-pros like Frank McClintock, George Graham was there. Oh, um, next, like, yeah. I think Gary Mabbott was there. And yeah. Just there's just like lots of, you know, the old professionals. Um, and, and I was going to be drawing a portrait of Mikel Arteta when I was there. Um, I, was, I was advised to do that. Um, and, and, and then it ended up being, actually, do you want to go for the whole thing? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Yes, please. Yes, please. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we had to add the meal and stuff, um, and uh, yeah. So I probably had about five to six weeks maximum of knowing that oh, I okay. had to get certain drawings done. Wow. Um, and we sort oh, of yeah. had a sort of discussion with one of the players that I was going to meet them, um, but the other two wasn't necessarily planned. So with Mikel Arteta we were just in the VIP section. I was drawing him and then I looked round and he's about two metres away from me. Um, so of course, like, yeah, yeah. You know, it was definitely squeaky bum time then. So yeah. Um, and, and yeah, it, yeah, it just got a little chat and him and his wife were there and seeing the drawing. I'd basically done his face and his hands because yeah. the rest of it was passed on charcoal and I wasn't going to do that in a tuxedo. I'd make a right mess. Yeah. Um, and yes, yeah, so we had a brief, a brief little chat. Um, Lovely artwork. Is, uh, just, yeah, some kind words and yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens. With, we'll see what happens with that. And then the Bukayo Saka thing. We I done. I drew that Bukayo Saka portrait actually about two years ago. I think it was now. Yeah. Um, and they actually got one signed by him in the past and then donated to the Willow Foundation, which is part oh, wow. of the Football Awards. Yes. Um, so we done that again. Um, and it was just a case of you know he he then found out that I was there, and he said, "Oh, can I meet him?" So there's me stuck into my fish and chips, <laughs> and I just leave it. Bug off upstairs, thinking of fish, and then this chat a chat with Bukayo. Um, yeah, and I've seen him met Aaron before that as well. Yeah, uh, unreal night. Oh yeah, wow! Like yeah, awesome. crazy. No, yeah. and I must say, you look rather suave, mate. I said this guy looks sharp. Yeah, you know what. I spent, okay. I spent six days a week just like a tramp, really. So, same. you know, I mean, the, the same hoodie, same, same, same trousers. Um, yeah. I do wash in between, change the pants. Right? But, um, of course, of course. Yeah, of, of course. course. Yeah, basic hygiene yeah. and all that. Um, so, and yeah, so when I had an opportunity to dress up, I knew I'd do something. Yeah. So, forked out a few hundred quid on a suit, and there we go. No, absolutely, mate. I depict, I saw pictures were unreal. Um, honestly, mate, I, I'm, yes, I'm in awe you. of. Um, Listen, I'm definitely sending some work your way. Don't worry about that. Because um, <laughs> family much. picture, of course, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, just great. I'm going to get your picture up again quickly. I mean, with Captain Williamson, of course. Um, yeah. Listen, love Leah Williamson, not just for footballing reasons. I'll, I'll be honest, I'll send that publicly. So um, she's a, she's amazing. <laughs> but um, yeah, great stuff, man. Honestly, um, Shaka, Gabriel Jesus, yeah. Aaron Rambo Ramsdale, and of course, the godfather, Arsene Wenger. Not, yeah. And amongst many others, but. Still, absolutely amazing, man. Thank you very much. Super, super proud, man. Go Go on. On. Were any of them like different how you expected in person and why? Exactly, or... exactly how they come across on, on the oh, box, no. honestly. Yeah, you could just see like Mikel just had some, it was just like an intensity to him. He smelled amazing, by the way. Yeah. Oh, he, no. amazing. he looks like he smells good, doesn't he? He, he did. When, yeah. you said he was, when you said he was two metres behind you, I was going to chip in. I didn't want to interrupt saying, like, did you just get this waft of cologne and then, like, <laughs> <turn it around? laughs> Yeah, honestly, it was just... Uh, yeah, I, I did. I saw him first and I was like, 
Oh no! I looked away again. Like a horror movie oh, no. thing. Yeah. I don't know why you held it together. I would have gone like, look out! I was, I was right. And I, and I, I tried to draw after my hand was shaking. Obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my man. business partner was just like, looking at me. No pressure. Um, yeah. But yeah, Aaron Ramsdale, exactly how he is on TV, and so he's Bakayo, right? Such a nice oh, lad. Yeah, hundred percent. Genuinely, such a such a nice kid, and he was just he he loved up again the, the drawing and stuff and. So, yeah, we're going to try and get a few over to the players and Mikel and stuff and see what happens from that, well really. Done. So, yeah, cool. so cool. Yeah. Thank before, you. I come, before I come to the amazing roof, then my Tottenham wife is in the chat, believe it or not. Um, <laughs> even, even she is aware of Clark and Tottenham. Holly, I'm not going to go in too hard on you because I know you're in mourning at the moment because obviously you have no manager. <laughs> But it's fine. But Holly, we'll come to this conversation when we meet for Finn Elizabeth. But Holly, lots of love. But, but yes, support a different team. It's fine. But um, <laughs> <laughs> let me come to the amazing Ruth Beck art. Ruth, the same question to you. Let me get it up in case you <laughs> forgot what I thought you were saying in the first place. But yes, how did, how, how, where did it all begin for you in terms of the Arsenal artistry and starting out and passion? Well, um, Arsenal... The drawing Arsenal was uh, was like therapy after I had major surgery on my hand. But I've always done art from like Dale and, and Fran, I'm sure, from yeah. when we could hold a crayon when we were tiny. You know, it's like always, always drawing. My dad was into art. My mum was always keen to get us, you know, busy. And so I've done that forever. But um, in 2018, um, before, well, sort of, couple of years before I had um, osteoarthritis in my hand um, and it got worse and oh. worse. I had cortisone injections, all that. None, none of it worked. Uh, so I had major thumb surgery um, where they reconstructed my, my thumb joint and I couldn't use it for 11 months. Oh, wow. And the one thing, because I had drawn so much before, I, I the arthritis had got so bad, I couldn't even sign my name on a piece of paper or anything. So I, the one thing I asked the surgeon was, will you be able to make me draw again? And he said, yes, 100%. I <laughs> thought, well, that's that's obviously, you know, great. So let's see yeah, if that yeah, happens. Yeah. So anyway, um, it was 11 months recovery. And part of the, you know, the recovery was to just learn how to hold a pen again. And um, I bought myself a tiny little watercolour set. And because I'd never used watercolour, I'd always done colour pencils and uh, graphite and acrylic paint I'd done animals and all sorts of different things. And um, yeah. I bought myself, it was, it's actually here, it's this tiny little um, watercolour set. And I sat in my kitchen at the time and I thought, what do, what shall I do? And I thought, I'll paint something I love. So I painted Highbury Barn because that's when my mum always did her shopping. Yeah. So I thought I'd never done a building before. So um, I sketched this building out. I thought I really enjoyed that. And I put it on um, a Facebook page that I was on um for Islington and I thought I wonder if anyone recognizes it and I put it on and the sort of responses I got were phenomenal and yeah. we're like that's Hobie Barn I was born there and I did this I did that and I was like wow that's amazing so I thought oh I like this so I then painted the clock tower you know the Victoria yeah uh, Queen Victoria clock tower in Highbury Hill and yeah. um people were amazed by that and my brother's birthday was coming up and I thought He's a big Arsenal fan, obviously, and I thought I'm going to paint him the uh, the entrance in Highbury Hill, you know, the West Gate entrance in Highbury Hill, and yeah. um, I did that for his birthday present, and he loved it. And I thought I'm really enjoying this. I've never done buildings before, never done brickwork, and I got a bit obsessed with it, like yeah. the thousands of bricks. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I just learned as I went on, I learned how to do windows and shading and brickwork and and I just thought I love this and I love Arsenal and I love Highbury. And I thought, well do the two together. I love painting. So it was just like a natural kind of progression. Progression into yeah. and then people were saying, Well, can I buy something? And I was like, Well, I don't know really. I've never done anything like that before. <laughs> and then I thought, well, how do I do this? So I bought myself a printer. And I thought I'd, I'd print some things out. And it just, over the last four years now, it just sort of ballooned to where we are today. And it's just, I love it. It's my life. It's genuinely, oh, I, I cannot go a day. I'm sure my two yeah. wonderful artists here will agree. I just yeah. can't go a day without wanting to draw. It's just inherent in us. 
Yeah. Yes, we yeah. just love it. Well, and I'm, I'm drawing what I love, you know, and, and, you know, when you draw what you love, I think it shows in your artwork as well. Mm. Yeah, with, yeah, with your art, especially, Ruth, I think that it really shows, like, they're so, they're not just buildings, like, on a piece of paper. There's so much, like, emotion and feeling and memories, like, infused into it. Just show. Like, yeah. probably, like, you don't even, like, just probably just done instinctively because you've got that connection with the place and i think that's why your work is so magical and like connects with so many people i i it's amazing i don't know how you do it i do not know how you do it i cannot i hate drawing buildings Ruth, yeah. just, just to add i to never that. did them before yeah. it's just, i don't know where it came from Ruth, really. perfect and beautiful yeah. and i love them no honestly like because I, I i mean let me get that picture back up again like Ruth, this one going under just not far from the. Uh, this is amazing. The detail. The bridges. Yeah, this is incredible. Well, the and, bridge. Um, we yeah, went to the um, the Juventus game, the friendly, um, yeah. in December, and it was snowing at the time. And I I was walking through, and I said, I've got to get a photo because this is the view I want. This view, because yeah. obviously it's going to the match, isn't it? And people recognise that view so so much. I mean, when you go there, and it's filthy. I mean, yeah. it's really, in real life, it's quite grim and nasty. But, yeah. um, you know, I just thought, I just need to capture that view. And yeah, yeah. in watercolour, it just looks, it looks dreamy, doesn't it? Yeah, like amazing. People, so I get so many responses from people. Like if I do a pub, people go, I got engaged in that pub. Or my kids, you know, had their birthday party or yeah. like churches or they got married there. And there's so many responses from the buildings for so many reasons it's just lovely you get so many stories from people no because I, I obviously i purchased a couple roof i need to get a bigger one of the, the, the victoria concordia um, crest it's, it's, it's the one i've got too small i need a bigger one <laughs> in, i need a bigger one but i did get this one i remember the canon i love the canon man i said no nah, that's the one i've definitely got to get it's, it's just arsenal isn't yeah. it it's unmistakable yeah, yeah. And obviously our lovely Mido and um oh, and my little portraits. Yeah. <laughs> my little portraits are just trotting in the shadow of our beautiful Fran and Dell. But I enjoy doing them. I, yeah. I prefer my brickwork, I must admit. I'm full confident yeah. when I'm doing my bricks. Yeah, you listen, like <laughs> I said, when doing this this live story show, um the, this is why I do it. I get amazing guests like you three and talking about something completely different from a from an artistry point of view is is, is incredible. Um, not just to see your work, but to actually talk to you as individuals, as people, and you know, to get your passions for why you do what you do. And yeah, listen, I, I'm sending you virtual hugs. You can't feel it at the moment, but oh. I'm, talking, I'm giving you all hugs, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to come to um, my amazing friend, Goal Art. So, Fran, yes. same question to you. Um, your passions, what got you into it? Tell us, tell us all, Fran. Tell us all. Yeah, um, so like just always like since I was like tiny uh it's always been art for me like um we grew up in Spain and my sister and I would just sit outside and like draw the garden since, since we were like two or three uh yeah. just and if we were ever bored then it's drawing and my dad um is really arty and so my mum was uh, uh, a lot of the time she would have to work extra time like as a teacher and my dad like his to entertain us we do like drawing lessons with him it was amazing like drawing eyes so he had this book of like different facial features and since we were tiny we'd be like copying eyes with my dad and stuff so like it's such a good memory and like I was just fascinated with trying to make them look as human like and as realistic as possible and I've got a twin sister and we were super competitive with like how realistic we could make something look um yeah I'll, I'll bring her on stream in a minute <laughs> I'm at her house now but um we just it's just always been like I know it's cliche but like our favorite subject like we were good at other subjects but it was always art where we like excelled but then like you can be good at something but not like doing it but yes. I love love doing it and that's when you go from like having maybe like an innate like predisposition to like being good at something but when you love it, that's when you spend hours and hours and hours doing it. And um, so, <laughs> yeah, it, it kind of developed into like um, a coping mechanism as well throughout school because um, we had like I had a really difficult time with like bullying and my mental health and lots of mm. family things. So I just hide away in my room and try and like portray the emotions that I was feeling through portraits. 
yeah. <laughs> through portraits. So um, for me, it's like a really like trying to convey emotion. That's what what I really enjoy. Like lots of self portraits to try and kind of explore how I was feeling and that sort of thing. And I never considered it to be like a career because it was just for me like yeah. something fun. It was just like, oh, I, I'm working on my real life and then there's my art. Like that's just what I do. Um, I never ever considered it to be a career and I went to uni um I dropped out of one uni because of my like mental health and stuff I'm really passionate about it I always talk about it Oof. and then I started oh. another uni but I did music um <laughs> I did like popular music because I'm also a singer and but I was so broke throughout uni that like one person asked me to draw their horse and then um I like drew their horse, got like 50 quid. Um, and then suddenly it's like, oh, I can afford like a, a few like bread rolls or whatever. <laughs> and I thought like maybe like in between my dissertation, like my uh, assignments yeah. and things, if I pick up commissions, I put, Dell will probably know, like once you get one commission, like they just all come flooding in, especially pet portraits. Did you, have you ever done yeah. pet portraits? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much all I did. Yeah. Fair so enough. I was. Yeah, so throughout uni, so I wouldn't like starve. Um, I was like, <laughs> like drawing, drawing people's cats and stuff between like going to lectures and <laughs> things I, I like that. I draw your cat for pot noodle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like, um, but, like it, it wasn't. I, I I love doing that because like I try and again like I try and convey like I like to hear about who that cat is and what their personality is like, and then try and show that through like little pencil strokes and brush strokes and things like that. But um, the, I've really always been so fascinated with human portraiture. Um, Del can probably relate. I think a portrait, it's like, um, I, I'm, we're biased, yeah, but I think it's it's like a level up from like photography because you've got someone like manually creating every single like shadow and brush stroke and it almost like transcends photography and it gets into this like magical realm of like I don't know of like humanity like through the paper and for me I'm just fascinated like mesmerized by trying to draw portraits and trying to when you look at it see what that person is feeling maybe a bit about their background it just as they say a picture paints a thousand words doesn't it and so um so yeah amazing i mean i was drawing pets and making a bit of money but it's not really my passion i love like human portraiture because i'm so like emotional myself i'm sure a lot of artists are and, um so but as i was drawing these pets which could be quite tedious um i'd be listening this was a few years after i met my boyfriend he got me into arsenal um <laughs> listening to talk sport and watching matches with him drawing pets in front of the matches um and listening to every single Arsenal podcast out there. And just one day he asked me, like, can you draw a football portrait for me? And that was this big, like, Arsenal Legends one. Have you got, um, I don't know if you've got a photo of it. I should have sent you one. But it's this big right. Arsenal Legends one. And I didn't even know who any of these players are, right? Because I'm, like, so new to football. I'm going to try and find it. I felt like a massive board. <laughs> But I, I drew them and I, I loved it because um, it was trying to convey the emotions of them in their celebrations. Yeah. Um, and it's just all about emotion for me. I love it. I'm trying to convey emotion. It's just, ah. Um, but then they were like really small. So I thought I would absolutely love to draw some of my favorite players like closer up, like um, sort of so you can see every single like crease on the face, like their expression, their hair. Um, and I absolutely love it. So I think the first one I did was Saka. Um, just, yeah, absolutely loved it so much. And love reading about the players like before I draw them. Um, in, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I do it in colour, which I kind of regret because it's, like, it's such a headache. Because, oh, it's, yeah, um, I, I kind of wish I'd chosen to go pencil, but Dell's like got that market cornered. <laughs> <laughs> There's, there's enough success in the world for all of us. I know. That's what I love about you guys as well, because I, I started doing it and then I realised, like, I was like, oh, my God, there's this guy, Del, who <coughs> photorealistic Arsenal players. Like, he's going to be so annoyed to see this, like, young upstart. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> young like, upstart. Oh, my gosh. Like, but then, <laughs> since day one, have, like, been so nice to me. And, like, I think it's just genuinely exciting, at least it is for me, to see someone else doing something similar and, like, 
experiencing the same like difficulties and that's not like football and social media which we'll get into um i could i would love to talk one one day like just artistic techniques with you guys i'd be i'd be such a nerd for that discussion like about like the portraits maybe dell i just i'm absolutely fascinated by it and once i start one of the portraits uh i tend to like not want to this is where I differ from you, Dal. I don't want to get up like until I've finished it. So sometimes yeah. I'll spend like that's a long time in the chair, friend. Yes, because yeah. there's so much detail. I know. I'm trying to break out of that, but sometimes I'll do like all nighters because I don't, I don't want to get up until it's finished. I'm quite like OCD and perfectionist. <laughs> it's really bad. So it's quite unhealthy sometimes. But I'm just absolutely fascinated by it and. Um, can I carry on? Just a little quick yeah. bit. Go on, go on, quick, go on, go on. Sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then I, I worked, like, not many people were just buying, like, straight up, like, portrait prints, at least from me anyway, because I don't have much of a platform yet. And I was noticing that, like, Arsenal merch is so popular, like, all the new kit drops and stuff. So I thought a way to, like, make my art kind of approachable, like, to more people would be combining it with Arsenal merch and streetwear. So that's what I do now basically I I love it I love it yeah it's fun it's fun and I'm gonna do like more ranges with different designs but all centered around like the the realistic portrait in the middle so it's cool cool stuff kind of making Mm -hmm. art trendy (laughs) not that yeah not that it's not but you know (laughs) (laughs) down with the kids making it it's the old woman in the corner (laughs) <laughs> no, yes, no, Fran, yes, of course, you, you obviously, you're going to you start with um, the Goal Art So website with the closing range, which I obviously have got a couple of pieces already, and I, and I will get another one, Um, but yeah, incredible, yes, um, I had a couple of people, I went to one of the games where I got my lovely custom top from Fran, it was, it was an apology top, by the way, <laughs> but it, it, I enjoyed it, and um, a few I people saw through, it. I yeah. through a live stream. Yeah, it's all right. A few people, a few people to say they came up to me and said, Oh, where did you get that from? And I said, Look, this is the lady, this is the woman. So um, yeah. Fran, keep up the amazing work. Um and also thank you. That's all right. And thank you, obviously, being open and open up about so now important talking about mental health is to you as well. So hundred percent. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. this has been a this has been a very cathartic show so far. But um, let's move on to the next one. This should be interesting to get you guys thoughts. I'm going to come to Dell. So, outside of football, sporting heroes. Um, you might have one or two, but if whoever you can, whoever you uh, came so up I, with. I sat, I sat there with my wife, and I was like, <laughs> right. "Sporting heroes from the past and present. It's nothing to do with football." It was hard, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it went really quiet. Yeah, <laughs> football's uh, honestly football's everything. Like, football's, football's been like my life my sport and of course i've enjoyed yeah. certain moments like the past obviously when england won the Rugby world cup and yeah you know um just I'm like that's like mo farah winning, yeah. oh, I, I, I was working in the pub <laughs> can't say that one sorry just, like, yeah, the the just, just pretend like, don't ever said it and you can see he's about to win and i've seen people at the bar and i was like everyone leave me alone i'm watching this for a minute and then obviously one and we're celebrating then got the drinks going um so yeah, to say that I had a, a, another sporting hero that wasn't football, I I probably can't give you a name, but I've, you know, I'm but so I will pleased there, you said I, that, Dale. No, I find it really <laughs> difficult, but I will sit there and watch most sports and appreciate yeah. legends. Like you see, watched like Tiger Woods and the way he's come, he came back from his like leg That's hanging right. off or whatever it is to win those at the Masters again, and yeah. you know, I, I just I enjoy watching those moments, and especially those that have come through adversity or something and had a setback mm-hmm. and they come back like those probably like rocker, uh, sorry, rocker, rocky sort of storylines, yeah. <laughs> rocker. Um, <laughs> oh no, we remember. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah, stuff like That's that. That's a film. Yeah. yeah. So as a, <laughs> Yeah, I know, but the storyline behind it. Adrian. Um, <laughs> fact, I, 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 for whatever it is, I, I quite like Frank Bruno when I was Frankie. young. Yeah, and just that popped into my head. But as for like another hero that wasn't David Seaman or anything yeah. to do with football. Yeah, it was really hard, Albert. I really the curveball in. You know, this is what Life Stories is about, people. This is... <laughs> yeah. But that, no, no, that's a good name though. No, you did. Um, I'm gonna come to Ruth. Yeah, it does have to, you can either be, you can either, it can be one or two. It can be one. It's up to you. Well, you, you keep me with it. Like Dale, I sat there and thought, oh wow, every any other sport than football, this is hard. But I tell you a name that did come to mind, and um, it was Michael Watson. 
the boxer. Good shout, yeah. Well and done. being a gooner as well. And what yeah. and if you know the story of Michael Watson, he was uh, injured in the ring when he fought Chris Eubank. Yeah. And um he had terrible brain damage from it. Yeah. And he was in a coma for months, I think. Ages, yeah. yeah. Ages and ages. Um, but if you know of Michael Watson now, he raises thousands of pounds for charity. He's learned to walk. He's talking. He was on Sky Sports oh, a few months ago, and he is happy. And it is just yeah. wonderful to see well him. Said. And um, so for me, as far as like a an amazing sportsman, and, and he was amazing before the injury. He was a yep. top, top boxer. 100%. Um, and it was such tragedy what happened to him. But... Yeah, he's quite a hero, I think. Because he's still going. Yeah, amazing shout. Absolutely yeah, amazing. Good shout that one. Brilliant. Fran, um, I'm going to come to you. Go on, now, sorry, Ruth, God, did you have one more thing to say? Go on. I was going to say about an upcoming girl, on, um, on, female on. sports, on, and that was Sky Brown. Do you know her? She's I watched her on the Olympics. Yes, I saw her. The, the skateboarder. She's only... Yes. 14 or 15 yes. and she looks incredible Great and, shout, I, yeah. and I hadn't yeah. seen that sport before in the Olympics yeah. skateboarding and it was just immense and I really hope that she just flies because she is wonderful a Ruth. really great little mentor as well. Ruth that is an amazing shout. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Ruth, I did my homework. I'm going to you a blue Peter badge in, in the post. I'll get you oh, thank you. That'll get me in the museums for free. <laughs> Ruth Beck is Ruth Beck's a secret skateboarder. Yeah, what? well, I, I'll roller skate. Point Tony Hawk, calm down. But <laughs> <laughs> Fran, come into Fran. Um, same question to you. Um, yeah, obviously, like present or past, I don't know, but Andy Murray, like absolute legend. I love yeah, tennis. Push out. Um, push I, out. I grew up like doing every sport basically under the sun. I was really into athletics as well, but then I lifted too much weight and just, like cracked my a disc Ooh. in my back and now like, oh, i can't do, i can't do like any sports which oh, no. sucks. But, um, no so uh, doing that it's either andy murray or i don't know if you guys remember the brownlee brothers uh of course yeah yeah they're yeah. so because uh yeah i love them do you remember them i think it was 2012 where they ran over the finish line together yes. Like yeah, holding yeah. arms, just amazing. I love those guys. They're so down to earth as well. Um, so um, Andy Murray as well. I remember when he won Wimbledon. I was working at Weatherspoons and I, I stopped serving and <laughs> went like, he won Wimbledon. And I went, yes. And then my boss was like, get back to work. And I was like, Andy Murray has just won Wimbledon. What is <laughs> Don't I you understand just, tennis? I know, I quit like not long yeah. after. They were awful. <laughs> <laughs> Fran, Fran, Fran is a good, it's a good shout, Andy Murray, because I, I actually think he's actually quite underappreciated, particularly playing in an era where you had Federer, uh, yeah. Vidal, and Djokovic, who've won more than twenty Grand Slams. Oh, Federer is amazing as well. Um, I just, I, he cracks me up. He's so dry, like his his sense of humour as well. Yeah. He's a bit like Ben White. <laughs> I used to be like, what's wrong with this guy? And now I watch him. Yeah, he's a funny guy. Oh, yeah, um, sure. And for females, females, <laughs> sorry, have you seen Friday Night Dinner? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. We'll okay, save no. that for another Life Story part two. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you know, you know. Anyway, but Jess Ennis and Simone Biles, two other Olympians. Great shout. Um, yeah. Really inspirational. Like um, Jess as well, like she was massive for like body positivity as well because people were like, criticizing her like calling her fat and stuff and someone struggles with that as well like she's really inspiring to me and Simone as well uh I've done loads of gymnastics in my past and she's overcome so much and it's just she's beyond like the best of the best like she's breaking records left right and center if you guys haven't seen Simone Biles uh gymnastics then check it out just any sport I love and I could just go on for ages great question Great shout. <laughs> Before we come to the final question, I hope I've still got time for you guys. I've got, I'm going to squeeze yeah, it yeah. in. Um, yep. One, one person I'm going to talk about, actually, I've, talk, I've asked this question on many various shows. Um, I could think of so many people. One came into my head. Now, for people that do know me very well before YouTube and the last couple of years, um, I like a lot of sport, in particular rugby, rugby league. And I'm going to get this man on screen because I think he's absolutely um, amazing. And that's Kevin Sinfield. 
um, OBE, currently the defensive coach for the England Rugby Union side, um, an absolute Trojan in rugby league for Leeds Rhinos from 07 to 2015, um, England and Great Britain um, as well. Um, he has a, obviously one of his best mates who play rugby, which is Rob Burrow, who has MND, motor neuron yeah. disease. Um, Kevin Sinfield is an absolute Trojan. Um, in um, 2020, done seven marathons in seven days. Um, the target was 77K. But by the time he got to his seventh marathon, he'd done 1.2 million. And by the time he finished, he raised over 2 million. Um, in December 21, he did 101 miles in under 24 hours, raised over 2 million pounds. And recently, as of last year, done seven in seven ultra marathons, which he raised over 1.5 million. Um, this guy is an, is an absolute Trojan. He was an amazing player. And the money he's raised for MND in the last two, three years has been absolutely incredible. Um, so that's one person I'll definitely give a shout out to. Flaudits to Kevin Sinfield. I mean, that's wow. my question. Yes. Yeah, amazing. Absolutely amazing guy. Um, but yes, last question. I'm going to come to Franfurt because you might have to duck. Yeah, I might. I'm sorry. Right. Artistry, <laughs> social media, networking. How have you find combining artistry with social media to promote your work? Pros and gods. I hate it. I'm so oh. sorry, but I hate it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, like, it's just such a relentless grind. Like, have you if, find, yeah. if you're meant to have... It's like with any marketing. If, if you want to get kind of exposure and get your art out there it's all about like consistency and stuff and I'm a very inconsistent person again like I might I'm all over the place just generally like in life and I can't stick to like schedules or anything I'm, I'm getting tested for ADHD actually so um I really I hate it it's so much pressure I wish I could just paint and draw in my, in my and then get paid like, somehow but <laughs> I need to get it out there and I'm so bad at it and it stresses me out so much so that's just a very polarizing question for me I've, you've triggered me <laughs> <laughs> it just stresses me out so much um so yeah that's my view on it but I do it anyway it's like for me it's like an evil necessity there's so, always there's the there's, that's why um that's always there's with social media generally speaking there's always pros and cons um uh pros yeah. though there are pros which there is are obviously pros. There are. i know I, I tend sometimes to blink out <laughs> pros because i'm so stressed out by like oh how many likes am i getting like are, are enough people seeing it am i doing enough marketing um yeah. so but obviously i've met you guys through it um yeah. me albert and ruth in person been so yes. inspired as well and he's given me the odd like little pep talk, just saying like it's okay, like you've well got done. this, and like um, <laughs> <laughs> just made me like continue and not just throw the towel in. <laughs> so, I'm I'm probably the most dramatic out of the three of us, I think. <laughs> um, you're probably not. I think you're gonna have a bit of a hard time there. I know a lot of artists that go through the same shit as what we do, um, mm. because you're on a platform, and I think the way the world is now is that. The more likes, the more followers that you have, the better, the bigger that you are. And that's not the case. Yeah. Um, and I think that's where, especially the young people today, can get really sucked into this trap where they want to be seen. The bigger so the following, the likes, the more yeah. value that they feel behind yeah. behind that work. And it's just bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Something, something really encouraging, though, happens to me the other day because I'm so obsessed with, like, numbers and I compare myself to other accounts and um just it's such a minefield it's so bad for your head um but i've only got 300 followers right and actually like trossard's wife reached out to me leandro trossard's yes. wife me with my 300 <laughs> asking for um like to, if i could make like a trossard like hoodie for her with with that um, Amazing. So Amazing. i think i've got some faith back that it's not about like how amazing you are at like making reels or tiktoks <laughs> maybe there is something to be said just about like making great work yeah. and then hopefully like the sort of cream rises to the top sometimes yeah. it's just it's discouraging when you see people arguably like who aren't <laughs> like okay this sounds horrible but like not very talented at something um so it's just all oh, getting like viral on tiktok for like having like a nice body or or something like that and we're, yeah. we're busting our guts like 
trying to make amazing art and getting like no three likes, likes for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's just it's quite discouraging. But yeah, getting that getting noticed, even though I've not got very many followers, was really encouraging. And I think it's just focus on the art, um, and it'll it'll come in time. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And Fran, and like I always say to you, um, I don't know everything, but I, I know a little bit. So uh, I'm always there for a pep talk. <laughs> oh my God. You need to come on here and just like. <laughs> no, I'm fine. I'm, I'm going to come. No, Fran, no, there, there is, like I said, that's why I phrased it in particular in the, the last bit in terms of pros and cons, because there is. And, and I know, and I know definitely from experience, uh, as people might have seen a lot of my content when I speak about social media in particularly. Um, coming to Dell, your views on that particular question? Um, like I said, it's, it's completely pros and cons. Um, and yeah. you're going to get, it's, as I said, being an artist, I think, and especially in the social media world, it's all, I think it's it's harder and probably yeah. more important now to be able to conquer your mind rather than it is actually the skill set. Because yeah. it's, it's, it's just, as I said, it's really, really difficult. And like, like Fran said, you know, there are people that aren't quite as maybe as far along into the journey as say I am, yes. but yet they'll have a hundred thousand followers. But that doesn't necessarily transcend into sales. I yes. know people that have got ninety thousand and literally make nothing. You know, and you want to go for you know, it's all about your intrinsic motivation. What are you doing it for? Do you believe it can happen? And and who is it you're exactly targeting? Um, and like you look for me, and again, this isn't egotistical. It's just it's just the way it is. But if you look at how many people have their artwork signed by Messi. There's not yeah. many. Um, I am very fortunate in that. Beautiful, brilliant. But I only have eleven thousand followers on Instagram, and I've got about seven thousand on Twitter. So, and if also, you're use, if you're going to use a gauge of followers and likes and all this stuff, then I shouldn't be anywhere near that. You know, so it just goes to show that actually, just focus on your craft. Well yeah. said. You'll get to you'll get to where you want to be, and it'll be in your own time. Yeah. And you said if you suddenly went viral right now, would you be able to handle it? you know no. you have yeah. to go through all these <laughs> shitty times yeah. order, like you said the cream rises to the top whatever you have to yeah. go through this or one and and then you, yeah just because you just be ready then you'd like yeah. to think how do you know yeah. until you, until it happens so yeah no Adele, well, well said i'm going to bring in ruth on that you might probably have the same similar views or you might have your own comment um, no, your, so, your albert i'm so yeah. sorry but i've got to shoot off to band practice that's right i'll put it in the chat that's fine that's fine people Fran's, um, Fran's details. Let me like, let me let you let me just say before you go, Fran. Um, everybody's links are in the description, so go and subscribe or follow it, whatever means. Way, but it, the links are there on the screen, and obviously, like I said, in the bio as well. Fran, you got to go do your thing. Thank you, guys. Much love. Take Good care. Luck. Good luck. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Okay. And we're gonna and we're gonna we're gonna wrap up with Ruth's words of wisdom. I'm just exactly the same on social media with that Dell and, and Fran had had. It's like, you know, you get the good and the bad pros and cons, but we do it. I mean, I use social media just to um, get exposure for my artwork. Yes. I don't use it for any other means. You know, there's nothing really personal up there. Every now and then you might put a little joke on or something, but it, it is just a tool in order to share the artwork that, that people seem to like to see and i think dale will agree it's like a it's like a gallery really and i don't yeah. want it to get too heavy or or involved in it the only um bad feedback that i ever get are usually from people that don't like arsenal and it's just <laughs> a, an attack on <laughs> arsenal really and i just think well okay fair enough and, and you what you do is you just scroll past it yeah and that's all i do and it's I like i don't take anything personal I think I think it's good to be able to like differentiate criticism with critique as well. I yes. think it's important. If someone can come along with a really constructive sort of bit of yes. bit of critique about your work, you just go, actually, okay, there's a few people who said that and they said it in a really nice manner and I sort of understand it and then you move yeah. on for it. So I'm like, and you can when, learn from it. When Arsenal shared my Aubameyang picture, I got grilled by Arsenal fans. Yeah. It broke my heart. But I look back and go, do you know what? hundred percent right. The way some people went about it was a bit shit. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. It's just the world we live in. You've got to deal with that. Um, yeah. You know, so yeah. And we need a tough skin. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, definitely. But yeah, it's, it's, it is a tool and it's there to, I think, create connections with yeah. people that can enlighten yeah. your lives, just make a beg, you know, help you out in times of need. Obviously, with the creators, obviously, I know obviously friends, obviously, I have struggles. My, my 
DMs are always open to try and help with that because yeah, they were eyes. We yeah. spend 10 hours a day by ourselves, criticising ourselves consistently, yeah. trying and to make ourselves better and blah, 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 blah. Dale, can I ask you, do you, you know, you when you finish your portrait, yeah. do you always get anxious putting it out in the world, big wide world, even though they are brilliant? Do you ever get to the Great am I? Is it good enough to, to share? Have I done it right? Because everything I paint, as soon yeah. as I press that send, I am expecting people to just completely and utterly destroy it. Um, no, Every I, time. I, I, I never got that no, confidence out there. I, 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 like I said, I, I'm incredibly self-critical. When anyone noticed me, knows I beat myself with a stick. But I know that I've also got my work to a certain standard. Um, yeah. So it's like, okay. if you want to criticise, that's fine. Mm. I might take on board, I might not. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I know, I know where I'm at. And I wouldn't have had the opportunities that I've had if I sucked. Um, exactly. You know, Messi wouldn't sign your sign my work if he didn't like it. End of. That's all right. You know, so I must be doing something right. Oh, you are. So I don't really, Without I don't really a doubt. Work. I beat myself up anyway. So like, okay. I look at it and it's all that's amazing. You know, when people are like, "Oh, yeah, you're the best." It's like, no, seriously, I'm not. Shut up. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. But you are really. No, <laughs> well, I think you're, you are. You're amazing. <laughs> Thank you. You're, you're, you're all amazing but no you know what it's a question i like to ask my guests because i i like to hear their own experiences and um i, I listen i i'm i'm very open about um the, the pros and cons of social media and um doing youtube for the last uh it'd be three years this june actually and um you learn very quickly um I remember when, you know, I'm not a big channel. Let me get that out there first and foremost. Um, I'm small fry in comparison to a lot of people. But what you do notice is, is um, in terms of support in inverted commas, um, you know, oh, well done, bro, great channel, like what you're doing. When you get a little bit more recognition, that stops. The retweets stop. The likes stop. The how you doing, bro, stops. Um, then you become a target. And I, I have noticed that, and even more so watching you guys doing your amazing work. Um, I've seen people come out on the Twitter space, for example, who suddenly are artists now. Never, never, never saw them before. Um, so it's 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 mad because Dell, you make a good point. If you're not good at what you do, people are not going to talk about you. Um, yeah. You know, I've gone and done, you know, a couple of fan cams for a particular channel at AFTV. Now, yeah, I've seen people come out. In the comments, I've never, I haven't spoken to for the best part of two years. Like, yeah. it's, but it, it's not a surprise to me when, when when I see it. Um, so it is crazy. Like, like I said, when you do a bit better than you know, some than what some people might be doing in the same industry, it does really stand out in terms of whether it be support or certain. I put it not going to swear before nine pm. Salty comments, should I say? Um, to put it politely. Yeah. But um, it is a learning curve. There are pros and cons. There are pros. I met some amazing people. You too. They will, it will happen in the flesh one day. Um, Absolutely. You know, some of the other Arsenal YouTube community, it's, it's been amazing. I've, I've been lucky enough of, to have been asked to go on bigger channels and um, to give my voice. And, you know, sometimes people do like what I say sometimes. Um, so, listen, it is what it is, unfortunately. Um, social media is not going away. It's only going to get bigger um people and and it is a tool and it is how you use it ruth you make yeah. a good point i don't it's very rare you'll see me go on the twitter space and tweet anything political i just oh, never. never ever oh, go that's down that suicidal yeah. don't do that <laughs> stick to the arts yeah, yeah so that's, that's what that's what i do you'll see nothing for me anymore and and um jenny's put something in the chat yeah one thing I'd, you guys probably can probably understand this as well and people that do it is um, I don't think I've seen, I understand what jealousy and resentment was anyway <laughs> before YouTube life, but it's become even more apparent now having doing this, unfortunately. Um, you can't help how people feel, but, uh, but it no. happens. But uh, you, I yeah, yeah, you guys, listen, you've been absolutely fantastic. Big up, Fran. Fran just popped up in the chat quickly. Hey, hey Fran, <laughs> we love you, Fran. <laughs> yeah. But as I said at the start of the stream, um, I was always going to get you free on. I just actually needed to tell you, um, which is which would help because obviously I'm going to do the bloody show. I was delighted when you yeah. said that these Dell and Fran 
Oh, brilliant. I was like, yeah. yes, because I, I hate doing podcasts. I'm, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm terrified. This causes me immense anxiety and everything. And I was not going to do it on my own. When I knew that guy and that lovely girl were going to be here as well, then I was like, yes, yeah. I'll do it. If, they, if they're yeah. going to do it, I'm doing it. We can talk. Yeah. It's all right. Yay. <laughs> Let me give a special shout out to Trev. Trev, I love you, mate. I've seen you for ages. Hey. Great. Oh, Thank you, Gorgeous, yeah. Trevor. <laughs> We love you, Trev. Yeah, yeah 10 cup finals left. Yeah. But no, um, big up to people in the chat. Amazing interaction. Um, apologies, I didn't read out all your comments, but obviously I just like to keep the flow of the show. So I'm sure if you notice with my channel, that, that's pretty much understandable, like most YouTubers. But um, yeah, amazing interaction in the chat. Smash a like on YouTube and Facebook, and also tweet and reshare on Twitter. Um, but no, guys, it's been amazing. Dell. Tell the people where they can find you, amazing man you. Uh, so you can find me on Twitter under Llewellyn underscore art, um, and then Facebook and Instagram, Llewellyn Illustrations. Um, you can find me on TikTok as well, as well Illustrations, but I don't use it that much. I'm working on it. <laughs> I don't know how to use TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're so that's I'm so old. And obviously you've got my website as well, which is, again, just LlewellynIllustrations.com, where you find all my artwork that I specifically just being sold on online. Or, of course, it gives you links to people that I work with, where you can find all the memorabilia. Yeah. No, Adele, fantastic. It's a pleasure to meet you, man. And, yeah, to, to keep up your, um, yeah, amazing work. Much. Honestly, man, it's just incredible, man, what you do. Plenty more I'm to come, hopefully. Yeah. Hooray! Yes. <laughs> I'll say, a, I'll say a virtual thank you to Fran, but I know you're busy. Go and do your singing, so we'll catch up at some point. But um, <laughs> and last but not least, yes, last but not least, the amazing Ruth Beck. Uh, Ruth, you're absolutely oh, like, love you to pieces. Um, oh, you're be marvelous. Can find you. <laughs> right, I am at Ruth Beck Art on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Etsy, and my website. It's all Ruth Beck Art. It's simple, yeah. easy. That's it. Just yeah. Google me on there. Yeah. Ruth Beck Art. <laughs> you your surname. Yeah. There, there people. Yeah. You've, you've heard it there first. You've heard it verbally. And like I said, the link is going along below the bottom of the screen. And also it's in the links are in the bio as well. So people go and subscribe and follow. And of course, your host, Albert JTV. Episode 19 is over and out. But um, yeah, as you, like I say, subscribe to the channel, people. But um, yes, it's been very cathartic. Great to hear the artist's views about their passions for what they do. Um, if I can find my outro, that will probably help a little bit. If I can find it. We can say it. Absolutely typical. Where's it gone? Where's it gone? There it is. But uh, people, we are going to be over and out. Episode 19. Great to get live stories back. Um, and yeah, um, I will see you for episode 20 at some point, my amazing people. So this is Albert J TV. Over and out. Live stories. See you soon, people.